Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Which comes to the point of, the, of my title, Exercise Your Spirit Man. Just like you can exercise your body and develop your body, you can exercise your spirit, man. Just like you can educate and develop your mind, you can educate and develop your spirit. And I'm going to give you these four points, these four nuggets that's going to be life changing if you apply these to your life. These four nuggets, I'm going to give them to you real quick, just in case if I don't finish it up. Nugget number one. Meditate on the word of God. That's number one. To exercise your spirit, you have to meditate on the word of God. Number two. Practice the word of God. You got to apply it to your life. Number three, give the word first place in your life. And, you know, me personally, when, whenever anything that goes on in my life, that's the first thing I look to. I look straight to the word. Nugget number four. Listen to your spirit, man. Your conscience, the hidden man of the heart. The inner man that's on the inside of you, the born again you. Listen to that spirit, man. Praise be to God. All right, so we're going to go ahead and go to Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse number Right here, before I get into that verse, I'm just going to give you a little background. This is Joshua. He's the new leader. Moses has passed away. Moses is gone. And Joshua, he's a little timid. He's a little fearful. And, um, I can, I, can, I can understand why. I can understand why that J- Joshua was a little timid. You know, uh, seeing Moses, you know, uh, lead, the, lead the people out of, out of Egypt, out of bondage. You know, God was with them. Miracles, signs, wonders. Split the Red Sea. How can you compare to that? I can just imagine Joshua like, man, how? He's probably walking past and pacing back and forth. How I'm going to do this. Joshua, Moses, you know, had encounters with God in the burning bush. He, I, I know he's like, how can I compare to somebody that's having a relationship with God like that? And I've been following him, but I'm not, I have not been leading and 
Joshua, he, he's thinking about all the things that Moses has done, you know, pillar cloud coming around the tent. He's just had Moses seeing God backside, just, just miracles, signs and wonders. But then on top of that, he got these stiff neck people too. Mm -mm. And he still got to lead them. Praise be to God. You know, they, they was disobedient, but obedient, but they still followed. But you still got to lead them, you know. And um, so Joshua, I can, like I said, then next thing you know, they mourning for 30 days. You know, they just crying. Joshua don't got time to cry. He got to lead these people. He don't have time to cry. He got to lead these people. So they crying, you know, mourning. 30 days. Joshua, I, 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 can, I can just imagine he in a tent, you know, pacing back and forth like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? How am I going to take these people to the promised land? How am I going to take them to the promised land? And I truly believe he heard an audible voice. My, my servant Moses is dead. Joshua. It shook Joshua. My servant Moses is dead. It shook him. Shook him to the core. Then he got it. I, I believe God got his attention. And, and started speaking to him. And the first thing he started telling him what was promised to him. Whatever your foot touch. Whatever your foot touch. Whatever your foot touch will belong to you. Whatever. I feel the anointing right now. If you at home start walking. Whatever your foot touch belongs to you. And I will be with you all the days of your life. He had to tell Moses that. I mean he had to tell Joshua that. God Joshua's attention. Praise be to God. Then I want to go to um, verse 7 before I go to my point. He said, only be strong. You don't got time to be weak now. Only be strong and courageous. Don't give, don't entertain any thoughts because you got to take these people to the promised land. You got to take them to the promised land, Joshua. So go to book eight. I mean, uh, verse eight. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. This book right here. It shouldn't depart out of your mouth. You got to keep on saying it. You got to keep on confessing it. You got to keep on meditating on it. Then he said, but you should meditate in it day and night. Mutter, turn it over, turn it over in your spirit. Keep on confessing it, keep on saying it. That you may observe to do according to all that is within, within it. So you can do it. So, you, so, so all this can, 
All this can come to pass. Then you will make your way prosperous. That's the only way in any area of your life that you're going to prosper. If you meditate in it day and night. And then you should have good success. Or deal wisely. Another translation. But you have to meditate that over and over and over again. My next nugget. Practice the word of God. James 1, 2, 22 says, be a hearer of the word, be a doer of the word, and not a hearer only, deceiving yourself. You have to do the word. You have to apply it to your life. And you know what? The first time, I'm going to give you an example of when I applied James 1, uh, matter of fact, both of them. And Joshua, what I did was, it was, I was in, I was in Jefferson City, Missouri, before I had came here, moved to Kansas City. And I had just got laid off. And I'm wondering, God, you know, I don't even want to be in Missouri. <laughs> I'm like, you live in Jeff City. It's a small city or whatever. But, you know, I said, I want to go to Texas. I want to go. I want to go to somewhere else. I just, I just didn't want to be in Missouri. And um, so um, me and my wife was praying. And next thing you know, <laughs> we heard Kansas City was the city. <laughs> uh, my wife, she already knew. And, and, and I was praying about it. I was like, oh, I want to go. And then the Holy Spirit told me, like, you're going to Kansas City. And I'm like, oh, my God. Going to Kansas City. So, so um, I, I was, I was, we was attending Victory Christian Church in, in Columbia, Missouri. And this, this was confirmation right here. Um, my pastor, he had said, he said, let me see your wallet. I had gave him my wallet. He, he looked at my wallet and he was like, money getting low, bills stacking up. He said, what you going to do? He, he said, you going to sit here and be broke? And I was like, oh, my God. I, he didn't even know that I had got laid off. You know, we just got a, a, a brand new house. We just got a brand new car. And he said, what you going to do? Sit, sit here and be broke? And then next thing you know, I said, you know, I'm like, we got to go again. We got to go. So I, I, I pulled out Joshua 1.8. Meditating, meditating in the word. Only be strong and courageous. I'm talking about I meditate that day and night. Then I had, had pictures of Kansas City, you know, come down here. And I'm just meditating the word of God and, and placing myself in Kansas City. And then next thing you know, I got to go. And go to uh, go to Kansas City. So we jumped inside. I, I jumped into a, a studio, and you know, got a got a contract job, made half as less than what I was making. And we got a house, car, daycare, and I'm stretching my faith. Yes, and 
everything telling me to go, Satan and everything was trying to tell, what are you doing? You better go back, you know? And so my wife was like, well, she was like, um, well, um, we, she was like, I'm ready to go. I'm, we just going, I'm just about to get my stuff ready and we just going to come on down there. And I was like, all right, then. And then every house, it's in, it's in a recession, 2009. It's about three, four houses on a on a block for sale and nice looking houses, better than ours. And we like, man, how are we gonna sell this house? And next thing you know, my wife, she was like, I'm I'm coming on down there. So we all in the studio. And then next thing you know, somebody gave us an offer. Praise be to God. Glory. You know, we was upside down on our mortgages, so we had to come out of our pocket, but we obeyed God. That's what God wanted us to do. So, but we was in a studio. And God has did so many marvelous things since we've been since we've been obeying God, listening to that voice, the inner man that's on the inside of us. Praise be God. Oh my God. He did so many things while we was in that studio. I remember. It touches my heart. We had just saved up a thousand dollars, and you know we was planning on going out of town, going to Indianapolis, and uh, God had told us we was paying off the building, and uh, that's all we had. God told us to give it. Oh my God! I'm like, oh Lord, we just got this. You, you telling us to, you know. Give this. We just saved up this thousand dollars, God. And you telling us to give it to the kingdom of God. I wasn't I wasn't used to that, but I obeyed God. And I tell you what, it opened up so many doors. Praise be to God. I give glory to his name. Thank you, Father God, for the great and mighty Holy Spirit that lead me and guide me my every step, my every direction. Praise be to God. I want you to praise him too. Praise be to God. Opened up so many doors. I wouldn't be here to this day if I didn't obey God. When he told me to come down here to Kansas City. But you know what? I practiced. I meditated the word. I was practicing the word. I applied it to my life. That's what I was doing. And that was the manifestations and the harvest that I reaped from that. And I didn't never in a thousand years would think that, you know, at that moment that I would be up here ministering the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise be to God. Out of obedience. Amen. Yes. Amen. Nugget number three. Give the word first place in your life. Give the word of God first place in your life. Hold on, let me get it. Praise be to God. Give it first place. Matter of fact, you can put it up there. Uh, Proverbs, put my scripture up there. Praise God. Oh, all right then. Okay, then. All right. 
not, uh, not that one. Uh, I got it. Yeah, there you go. I remember when I applied this nugget to my life. I applied it. It said, my son, give attention to my word. Don't deviate from it. Stay, stick with the word. Stick with the word. Give attention to it. Give it, give it your attention. To my, to, uh, to my word, incline your ears to my saying. Do not let it depart from your eyes. Don't let it. You got to keep this word. You got to have it in your eyes. You have to look at it. You have to look at it every day. You have to embrace it every day. Just look at it and let it speak to you. Let the Holy Ghost speak to you. You have to look at it every day, day and night. Just look at it, especially if you want something. Keep it in the midst of thy heart. For then, for, uh, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Oh, yes. It's health. Praise be to God. I applied this to my life. I remember. I was in Jefferson City, Missouri. And I was, I wanted to prove this thing out, that God was a heller. I wanted to prove it out. So, you know, I'm new in the faith. And yet I, I, I hear about people being healed and, you know, but I, I said, you know what, I want to prove this thing out. So you know what I did? I got every scripture on I had a I had like a tumor on my leg. I got every scripture on healing. And I'm talking about I meditated in it day and night and day and night. I'm confessing it. I'm looking at videos, seeing miracles, people getting healed. I'm day, I'm talking about I was immersed. I was fully consumed with the word of God, by Jesus' stripes, that I'm healed. I was fasting. I said, I said, if God is a healer, I'm going to find this thing out. And every, and every time, matter of fact, I was meditating on it so much that time when I wake up, I, I have a dream and see the, see the manifestation going away and one day we had like a, a, a Holy Ghost service at our church in Columbia it was this pastor Pastor Ed DeFrance and I'm talking about uh, I remember that service uh, he was laying hands on people and people was getting I'm talking about the power of God was in that place so strong and I, I remember walking up to that. He said, I, I, I can see it. He passed away. Praise be to God. Great man of God. He's in heaven now. And he was like, what's up with you, doc? I walked up and I was like, um, you know, um, I'm shaking, nervous, you know. And, uh, but I'm, my mind, I've been meditating. I'm fully consumed 
by Jesus' stripes that I'm healed. I'm fully consumed with it. And then he was like, and before he even said something, <clears throat> he laid hands on me. And I'm talking about my body just, just got the shaking. Not, not nothing fake. I, my body just got the shaking. And next thing you know, I fell down. And I didn't get up. Period. I didn't get up at all. I'm just laying there. On the, and they preaching, walking past me, laughing. You know, people got filled with the Holy Spirit and laughing. And, you know, and I'm, I'm just still laying there. So they eventually, they dragged me and put me in a chair. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the chair. But I was, like I said, I was meditating by Jesus Christ and every other scripture on healing. I'm talking about fully consumed, you know, confessing it in the whole nine yards. And they, and, they, and they pulled me up on and set me in that chair. And I can remember to this day, my skin from the bottom of my leg, it started stretching in, and it felt like it was just crackling from the bottom to the top with it, right in the, in the middle of that tumor, and it was just pulling. And I'm talking about, I'm sliding out the chair, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. It scared me. I never experienced the power of God like that in my life. So I'm a witness that God is. But the one thing about it, people don't want to put in the time. People watch too much TV. You know, people watch too much secular. You, you, got, you, have to, you have to fully immerse yourself in the word of God to get a manifestation like that. You got to be fully convinced, fully persuaded, just like Abraham and his wife. He was fully convinced, full of faith, to get a manifestation like that. But you know what? The average person don't even want to put in the time. They look at the word, oh, no, and, and really they don't believe it. They don't believe it. But I tell you what, you put in that time. You meditate this word. You practice this word. You put this word first place, I guarantee you, you would get a manifestation. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you will be healed and delivered and set free. God is doing something different in this season. More signs, wonders, miracles. His manifestation, the gifts of the Holy Spirit is about to pour out like never before. But we got to put in the time. Got to put in the time. I believe my time is out. not finished with this message but this altar call 
But you got those four steps. You got those four principles. You got them. You got the scriptures with them. I gave you enough that you can exercise your spirit man. Develop your spirit man. Train your spirit man. To listen to your flesh. Override your flesh. Because we're spirit beings. We're three part beings. Wow. What an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.